I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Mr. Joel Miller. Hello. And a fine cheers uh, yes. to you, sir. Mmm. Mm. The finer things. Starting it off, we're drinking a little Trollinger uh, that we got at Psychic Wines. Yes. It's the La Boutanche label. We. Oui. Oui. Uh, it's very good. German varietal. Uh, I mean, very it, nice. I've been drinking a lot of Whites and Skin Contact because. Here in LA, it's been very hot. I'm sorry it, to our even, non-Los Angeles even listeners. Even today, it was really hot. It was like it was 85 insane. degrees a day. Oh, uh, it's too hot for November. Sure, but a light, light-bodied chill red really hits the spot uh, yes. at, at the end of a, of a long day of, yes. of doing pretty much nothing. No. What do you mean nothing? I, I did stuff. I, I swiffered my house today. You might have done nothing. <laughs> I did stuff today. Well, you, was, you went to Killer Noodles. I went to Killer Noodles. I also went to the gym so I could eat Killer Noodles. Um, very, very, very good. Did you um, get ramen? Because I feel like this was not a ramen day. So, no, I didn't get ramen. So, they, they have options where it's like with soup or without soup. And I uh, went with uh, one of my buds, good, solid bro. And um, he's been there before, suggested to get with, with broth. But I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling brothy today. It was hot. It was hot. So, I got just dandan noodles with no broth. And it comes mm. into like a sauce and I added an egg. And essentially, when you mix everything up, it's almost like a gravy. So, the Sujita... Has basically the Japanese version of the Chinese dandan noodle. Essentially, yes. That's what, they called it Tokyo style. Okay. So that's Tokyo style. I added pork. Uh, I added you got to add pork. An, yeah, I got to add pork. Wait, you're not add add pork. I mean, like yeah, an idiot. I mean, it was like, yeah. What am I dumb? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Added some pork. Added an egg. Mixed it all up. Ate the noodles. They're nice and thick. Nice chew to it. Uh, I got I got the five level spiciness, which was like numbness and spiciness. How? That's what I like. They have like a Richter scale of like of like how spicy it is. It's like a spice. What's pir- their what's spice their spice pyramid, chart? If what's you their will. system? It basically starts off going two, three. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right. Okay. So seven is your death. Seven is your seven is death. Seven is like they one think they make is. You, no I actually flavor. think they make you fill out a form, and it, and also it says watch your pants. You have when to get it like leave. notarized. Like yeah. oh, you will shit your pants and, immediately. And it, and it says like if you need a bib, please ask. If you like blah 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 blah. But it but it's not just a spicy scale. It's like two sides of the pyramid. On one side is the spiciness. On the other side is the numbness. Ooh. Yeah. So. Each one matches up. So if it's too spicy, it's too numb. If it's so does it incorporate spicy, Szechuan numb. peppercorns? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's how that's what the numbingness is coming from. What numbingness level did you do? I did five straight up on both on okay. the heat on the heat and the numb. And how how was that? Honestly, I could have gone higher heat. I mean, I, same numb. I hear a lot of big talk, but I remember last time we were eating the chili toriados tacos like you said. Yeah, you this was, out. This was uh, this was not. I mean, at, at five level, the toriados was much more aggressive into your mouth okay plus the chili toriados we shared it first of all that's true second i had to finish sec- i had to back secondly clean secondly secondly no fuck you man I, oh i thought you had a point You're, i, ha- I, ha- I had a point but you, i was i was forgot. looking at my wine it was you dancing forgot. out of my glass it was it was delicious and For, great. oh secondly secondly oh it was a much larger portion of stuff so if you ate a toriados so imagine that's eating true like Four Toriados. Toriados is like three bites. That's, that's insanity. The Toriados, for those who don't know, is a taco that's composed entirely of marinated chili peppers with a chili pepper sauce, it's habanero sauce. It's it's very spicy and it's raw. It's raw. It's raw. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. It's 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 a spicy taco. It's a spicy taco, eh? I still haven't been to Sujita for our non-LA listeners. Any it's in uh, a little Osaka in West LA, they call it Japan, Japan Town. Town. 
But they have them all over the place. There's Hans one Hotel. in there's one in like South Coast Plaza now. There's one on, on Fairfax closer to like John but and Vinny's. Not Vinnie's. the Killer Noodles. Not the Killer. But actually, the one on Fairfax is they do like a greatest hit. So like they have the Sukumen oh, from Sujita Annex, one. and they have like Dan Spicy Dan Dan Noodles from Killer Noodle, and mm-hmm. they have like just Tonkatsu Bra from Sujita uh, Artisan Noodle. Like so, they're really pulling from everything, and they've they've have a much, uh, a much more significant reach now. But I'm still, my, my favorite ramen is Sujita LA, uh, Sujita Annex. Delicious bowl of ramen. Feels like you put chapstick on your mouth with pork fat when you are finished. <laughs> Spicy it's pork great. chapstick. It, Plus, you can't be beat. Your lips are so moisturized and healthy. Yeah. They have such a, a, an alive glow. It's like, Joel, have you been sitting around a wintertime campfire? Your, your cheeks are red and glowing. It looks so healthy. Your lips are pert and pouty no no this is from spicy pork damn right that's that's how i want to live no that's that it's it's not a bad way to live but yeah ate, ate some uh, ate some delicious hot noodles it was great very jealous i i had a little bit of a, a wild ride this weekend in terms of restaurants i really wanted to go back to Bavel. so okay, so you did made plans to go show up it's closed for a private event Wait, you made... Oh, wait, so you didn't make a reservation. Didn't make a reservation. Ah. It's just going just gonna to roll the dice. Because you can roll in and sit at the bar. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I, that was my move. But I would always call and see if they were doing something. I, I, didn't, I didn't call. Didn't yeah. call. That was a mistake. Like, you call and you're like, hey, what's the scene? Right. What's Can the scope? Let me feel How's it, it going? Is there Is Nancy Silverton there again? Right. Like, what's happening? I mean, rookie move. Also, I didn't check the Instagram because they had posted about it. But I was on the website. Wow. So, this is Bush League. So show Carl, up. Bush League. Immediately, like, oh, fuck. Then I'm like, I'm scrambling. I'm in the pocket. I need a plan B. We need a fucking audible. Go to Rosa Blue. Can't go wrong. Still closed. Show up to Rosa Blue. Still closed from the fire. That's been like months. It's been a month. It's been a month. October Uh, over a month. Oh wow. October first was when they closed. Just, I think wasn't it before that? I don't know. I think it was before my. I hope everything's all right. I mean, they're just just collecting insurance. Everyone's getting paid the same. There's a long time. They're collecting insurance checks essentially. So like, they're not really losing out on. Shout out to Steve Sampson, top ten guest. If you need your Steve Sampson fix, though, you know it is open. Super fine. Super fine pizza. And soda. Right there in the same, uh, they call that City Park South. It's a made-up name. But City Market South. City Market South. It's a, um, it's a, it, is, it's, it, it would be essentially called the Garment District, I believe. Sure, Fashion is like, District. Is what it would be. So specific. what we ended up doing was going to Dama, which is a restaurant that's right across from where Rosa Blue is. It's a and scene. And it's a fucking scene in there. It's Huge bar, very cool looking inside. You know, it's pan Latin American. You feel like you're in Havana. It's like, Ooh, were, you wearing white, were you wearing white jeans? I wasn't, but ah. I could have been. Did you open your shirt a little bit like further? <laughs> I, as you I got did in? one button down when I came. Did you in. have the mustache too? By the way, <laughs> folks, if you're, it, it, because you can't see what I see, mm. Carl is sporting just a beautiful goddamn mustache. He is powerful. He is cop esque. He looks like he could definitely. I don't want to be cop esque. But I just, this is a mustache. I no. That's, the, that's the, what the mustache does. You could also look like like a Havana like drug lord. Too. Porn stars and cops have ruined strong mustaches. I think it's time for you to fix that. Well, Joel's beard is looking super strong. He's got plaid and a beanie. He's got the got that lumberjack fall look. I'm, I'm even feeling, though it's 85 degrees. Today. I got the Ko- I got the Kowalski on underneath. The Kowalski. You can see it a little bit because I'm missing a button. AKA the guinea tea. That's a problematic term. We're sticking with Kowalski. <laughs> we're sticking with Kowalski. No wife beaters, no guinea teas, baby. Those are problematic terms. Uh, we're this is a woke podcast. We're not going to use those. I I grew out my facial hair for my Halloween costume. I was John Wick, which by the way, <sighs> 
It was the attention to detail I that I appreciate. The pencil with the blood, right? Magnifique. I, it was. It's on my Instagram. If you if you want to see it, uh, which you should. So, but the thing was, I was gonna go all out and get just for men and color my beard dark because you know he's 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 like black facial yeah, hair. Yeah, but it, but it looked it looked appropriate. It looked appropriate. Looked I decided appropriate. not because like you know, but I ended up, you know, I I had grown it out pretty far and I was like, I'll just shave it. And then while I was shaving, I was like. I'll just keep the stash. You look great with a stash. Yeah, you have a stash look like you have a stash face. You have a face built for a stash. Certain people, I don't yeah, know, about they that. can't do it. No, you 100%. know what it is? The stash is wildly divisive because you know, especially oh, it's a love hate thing. Especially with you know, I really care more about women's opinions on this. Like I don't care what guys think, but like some girls are like stash is great. Other girls are like that's got to fucking go. Oh, I I, I tell uh, I tell Serena all the time that I'm gonna I'm gonna shave a mustache, but I want like a like a you know a Fu Manchu. Oh, she's not gonna like let that. you do that. Well, I mean, it's not about lead. It's just about like Joel, Joel if I want to be in the doghouse. Joel not. has grown out his beard at the specific request of his wife Serena. Yeah, she loves she loves a burly man. She she I, loves a burly beard. Yeah, she really does. I it looks good. I mean, I get it. I no, I get it too. If you I, shaved I, it to I, a goatee, ooh, marriage is on the rocks. That honeymoon's <laughs> yeah. over. You're gonna it's gonna be eleven o'clock on a Tuesday, and you're gonna hear a. <laughs> and you're gonna open the door and be like, Joel, what the hell? What the and I'm gonna be man? like. It happened. I'm sorry. I'm sitting it happened. on the couch. You and, got- you'll, and you'll know what that means. You'll be like, come in, my son. You'll throw a shawl on my back and give me a <laughs> cup of cocoa and just tell me to tell my truth. But then the Van Dyke will be back. If you remember. I won't have a Van Dyke ever again. listeners, all the way back to episode one, that was the only time that you had, that you had shaved that way. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, been, it's, it's quite some time. My face doesn't see the sun. Right. Now, actually, if I shaved, there would be a, a beard of just of white, right. pale skin. I had that. I, it was, like, oh, was, it was it? like more pale because I had the stubble for... You well, know. You, but you also had a healthy glow. You've been going out. That's true. Posting pictures on boats. I've been outside. It's been so nice. What am I going to do? I got to drink a skin contact in the park. That's all I, I want to do. I mean, if you're not, you're just fucking up. Look, global warming is going to kill us all, but I'm going to fucking enjoy it until it does. So, so how did you like the food at Dom? So, yeah, we, we ended up actually getting a table. I was with Eric, so that definitely helped. That Because initially helps. they were like, well, you're not getting a table. It, you know, it was Friday night prime time. But uh, food's good. I mean, I, I wasn't blown away. There was some good shit. There was some stuff that was okay. I got a whole fish, which I like. I mean, you're Love eating the whole daddy. fish. Um, one of my favorite things is just a really simple celery salad, but it had an add anchovies option. Well, you ha- you add anchovies to anything. I want Carl's to be, gonna get it. By the way, I want there to be more add anchovies as an option. If on you menus. went to G and B Coffee to get one of your fancy lattes, and they had an add <laughs> anchovies, you'd be like, you know what? Yeah, just put the anchovies right in there. First I want all, anchovy latte. First of all, I don't get lattes at mm, G&B. Sure. I get an espresso or I get cold brew. I'm you not, get Nespresso? I'm not, I'm, no. I what get, are you, George Clooney? I get an espresso. Oh. Uh, I'll leave that to the Clooney. I'll leave the Nespresso to the Clooney man. My coffee game just got more affordable. Oh, no. Hear me out. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven finally saw that you're their best customer. They're sponsoring the podcast now. <laughs> All the flaming hot Cheetos and hazelnut coffee you can drink. Nay. You took advantage of their buy 700, get one free? No. My biggest problem was that I would get the one big coffee and I would split it into two coffees over the course of two days. Just, I was putting the, the coffee... The actions of an insane putting, man. Hear me out. I was putting the coffee in too big of a mug... I realized that that's three cups of coffee. So you're going three days on one purchase? You're damn right. How many ounces is it? Uh, uh, a good amount? I would say like 20, 
You're, are you buying like a thermos of coffee? No, no. It's like the regular. It's their large paper cup size. Uh, that's, that's enough coffee for three days? I mean, for one Joel Miller. I don't know, man. Listen, it's, man. If you want to fucking flush your money down the toilet drinking artisan coffee, you I, go right on ahead. I mean, I, I'd rather spend my money at a fine establishment like Psychic Wines or Silver Lake Wines or Highland Park Wines or Lou or Domain or somewhere else. Okay, I can because get... Because coffee doesn't get me drunk. That's true. I can get behind skimping on coffee to buy more wine. Cheers to that. I can get behind that. But I will say it's all about stretching. Plus, I add more water to it later on, so it just kind of. What? I'm kidding. That Dear was I, that was what I was kidding. You're trying about. to give me a heart attack. Your over eyes here. almost came out of your skull, <laughs> like some like like a plucky cartoon character Boy, in the yeah, '60s. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I need to get back to making cold brew because I was on a really good tip of doing it every week, and I was saving so much money. You make like a jug? Yeah, and you save it's it for the week. Just a big. It's called a. Filtron. It's basically just a big plastic bucket with a coffee filter. That sounds like the world's up. lamest robot. <laughs> Hi, I'm Filtron 2000. How are you? I run on high price cold <laughs> brew. What is this, Will? <laughs> Bring me the good stuff or I'll kill you. That's going to be our next show pitch, by the way. An asshole, co- an asshole robot coffee barista. Millennial, millennial robot that runs on cold brew. <laughs> and it's just... it's. It's can, built on a bird scooter. We can't just be out here putting out our fucking gold. No, you're right. Yeah, we we got we to gotta save this. We got to keep something close to the gotta, Yeah, you got you to gotta play it closer to the chest. I got to get back on making cold brew, though, because I, you're right. I am spending $4 a day. I mean, that's no, that's no way to live. That's, that's insanity. I need the cold brew, though. Like, I drink regular coffee, and I'm like, this does nothing for me. Really? I need, my guts hurt. I'm See, sick, I, baby. I like I'm sick. Hot, I need them fixed. I just need regular hot coffee. That's all I want. I just I, want... I yeah. never drink drip coffee now i just like just give me the stuff out of that give me the thing that i don't have to wait for good god i just want to be in and out literally like that's all i want i don't i don't want anything else you could drink free good drip coffee at your restaurant and you choose not to do that yeah well i'm gonna go to my restaurant at seven in the morning and then come back home for like three hours okay well, like a like a maniac that's fair well going with your system you could fill up a bucket well, from the restaurant now, now i can actually keep it in your fridge now and i can act, now it. i can actually talk about it we me and top 10, 10 guest dave fernie are opening up a sandwich place in the heart of downtown right next to grand central market oh my god. in front of bar Claxon. oh my god we just got the keys last oh week oh my god it is official cheers cheers to that mm. there's so many cheers and going around joel is embarking on a new project and it's fucking exciting because first of all you know that I mean sandwiches are like the most important Who doesn't thing love a sandwich? to both of us, I think. I mean sandwiches are up there for me. Like I feel like it was like a first love. It's like sure oh, tacos, burgers, pizza, bur- pizza bur- yeah. But like if it comes down to it, I might have to put sandwiches over all of them. Do you things. remember just getting like a bologna sandwich when you were a kid and sure. just thinking it was great? Sure. And it's like you they cut into a triangle and you thought that was like out cuisine. Like this is like I, I want I want to do something not like that. We're not going to put like like bologna on Wonder Bread. We're going to do like an East Coast style bodega with Italian Mediterranean Spanish influences. Okay. That's what we're looking to do. It's not traditional. It's not this. It's not that. Right. It's not Bay City's Italian deli. However. We will have Lamil. We have an espresso machine. We have Lamil coffee, uh, exclusively. That's good coffee, Lamil. So I will be drink. I will be there every morning. And every this is going to change your whole life. You're going to become an espresso guy. Your pinky's going to be up. You're going to be like, oh, remember when I used to drink that Seven Eleven swill? I'll Laughable. Like, I'm Ca- a different man now. Carl, don't be gauche. <laughs> Cold brew. That's for simpletons. Mm. That, well, that's great. You have an espresso machine. I mean, I that's think great. the combination of an approachable 
sandwich establishment, also selling natural wine and coffee. And coffee and, and some beer. And, and that means it can go kind of from daytime mode to get some coffee and some sandwiches to a nighttime mode where you're like, have a sandwich, maybe a small a plate, salad, maybe a yeah, bottle of wine. Maybe, um, maybe some che- we're going to be doing a cheese and charcuterie there. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. I mean, it's, go- it's going to be great. It's, I think it's something that the neighborhood is missing. I actually think it's something that most neighborhoods are missing. Right. I, I feel like there's not, there is just not enough of those options, especially during the day, especially for people who want to drink wine, have a sandwich, have a salad, maybe, eat, maybe have a nibble of meat and cheese. L.A. has some great sandwich establishments, but I would say I if like- you're like, I want... A kind of like a classic Italian sub or even an Italian-ish sub, uh, you don't have that many options. You really don't. I mean, you have Bay Cities, you have Uncle Polly's, you maybe have, right. what, Larchmont Cheese and Wine? Well, over here, there's that place, Eastside Market Italian Deli, been there since the 20s. But like, in terms of just like but you neighborhood... Need to, but, but that's the thing, is that those are great, but you need to reinvent what that neighborhood Italian deli feel is because it doesn't speak to absolutely everybody right you want to be able to speak to everyone you want to speak to younger people that that, that do have money that want to drink wine that do care about like the quality of ingredients like everything else is boar's head you're getting boar's head shit it's you're not gonna use boar's head no we're not gonna use boar's head Ooh, no, no, no. shots we're, fired on boar's no, head no, no. we've talked to molinari up in san francisco okay. where we're going through uh other people that uh i mean well this will all be out there i remember when i used to think Boar's Head was like the end all be Here's all. the thing. I was Boar, like, oh, Boar's Head isn't bad. Boar's Head's good. At, at all. I, love, I, I think it's great. You want to go to Vons and get a sandwich? It's delicious. At the end but of the day, if you can get it at Vons, you shouldn't those, be able to get it at Those Boar's Head like loaves of meat, like they just inject that shit with like all kinds of sodium and uh, preservatives. How delicious is sodium? It's like, it's literally, oh, it's literally like a meat loaf. It's like a bundle of meat. You yeah. Know? It's all wrapped all tight. Yeah. And it's like it's no, good. I, just, I just got some samples of uh, of like roasted turkey breast from 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 New York. Like I'm I'm trying to source from. I want to do it. I want to do it as locally as possible. But when it comes to because we don't have the space to cure our own meats, we have no space to. We don't have a hood. We don't have space to roast our own turkeys. We have to really do things responsibly when it comes to getting these products for consumption. Okay, I got to the justify solution. Our fucking shit. We'll take your extra bedroom in your Koreatown apartment. We'll turn it into a meat curing cave. First of all, Bum, It's not done. an extra bedroom. Yes, okay? it is an extra it's bedroom. Not an extra bedroom. Oh, you're right because it's a meat curing cave. <laughs> it's not an extra bedroom. You're exactly correct. It's, so it's temperature controlled at 61 we degrees. We seal it. We caulk it up. We seal it. We, we start hanging shit from the rafters. It'll be like a fucking Italian basement. Down well, if, there. well, if this is anything like when you help me paint my fucking walls, you'll get one third of the way done and be like, I'll see you later. Well, you gave me so much wine. I w- couldn't focus on the painting. I thought I thought I was doing you a service, my friend. I, I really did. I <laughs> thought I was doing the right thing. Apparently, I was not. It would be it would be great if you could cure your meats, but obviously you have to guys work with what you have. It's a right. pretty small space. It's a small it's a small space. It's maybe like six hundred square feet all in, when including the dining area, and the outside patio, which you can drink on. Ooh, we have an outside patio that you can. That eat and drink is on. actually pretty huge. It's great because like on the like in in Silver Lake and Echo Park. You would think there'd be more patios, and there's not. There's I mean, really, there's really and not. downtown, it's kind of the same way. There's a bar right there, down from Grand Central Market, called Bernadette's. Shout right. out to Jim, owner of Bernadette's, great little bar. Um, they have an outside little spot, and it's like when you're sitting out there, you're watching people go by. It kind of feels like a New York vibe. You're people yeah. watching, like people want to sit outside and drink. People want to sit outside and drink. People and there's not a ton of in places. In, that's like right by the old bank district right there. Yeah. There's a lot of cool restaurants and bars, a lot of like, like Grand like Central Centeno has stuff. See, Grand Central is about maybe a few clicks down. Yeah. And it ha- it's on the same but block. But you can't, you can't. But you, they have a little patio, like they have a little right. outside eating area. I just don't sure. know if you can drink out there. 
I, you know what? I think you can. Okay. But I'm actually not sure on that. Yeah. Well, who cares? Regardless. Grand, C- Grand Central is a thing of the past. No. <laughs> this new thing will be the new thing. You don't need to go there. Uh, it's not for you anymore. Well, the thing is. I think it's actually going to really help because, first of all, they're building a huge apartment building right there. Yeah. Grand Central is obviously a huge go-to. It's a hub. It's it's a a hub. hub. But there's not really a place to drink natural wine or... Or just wines in general besides Oyster Gourmet. I always go to Oyster Gourmet because, like, that's what I, where that's, else that's do they really have... But they, but, they, but they have, like, small things. You want to eat, like, a full sandwich. You want to mm-hmm. have a full salad. We got to have mm-hmm. nice salads, nice sides. You know, cheese. If you just want to get some charcut, you want some fucking lomo, you want some, some salchichon, you want a little salchichola. <laughs> you come to me. You come to Joel Miller's Fun Time Sandwich Shop in Haberdashery, <laughs> and you fucking eat your fucking meat. Uh, I mean, obviously. We're actually getting all our meat from Arby's. Right, exactly. If, if, I, if there's one thing I've learned from H. John Benjamin is that they have the meats. People are like, uh... Yeah, this $16 sandwich appears to just be repurposed Arby's meat that you've sliced into smaller slices. You're like, get the hell out of here. Keep I'm, it moving. I've been like, it could be worse. It's so funny. I actually, we actually did research, me and me and Dave. We've done research on like how many ounces and all this other stuff, how big, what size, what price, and blah, 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 blah. We found out that Subway, which I love, skimps on the meat. Yeah, of course they, they do. They really skimp on the meat. They're giving you like three ounces of meat. That's but, not enough meat. Well, That's the, insane. The thing is, those Subway meats are so wet. That it like makes them heavier, <laughs> dude. Like, like it's mostly liquid. Like you, you, that. Why is that turkey so moist? Yelling about pate, sponsored by wet meats. Wet meats. Wet meats. Oh, it's so gross. Slipperier than dry meats. When I used to think, when I think of how much I used to go to Subway, I'm like, I took years off my life. Years. That's why you have crow's feet. I look at my. I'm falling apart. You're falling apart, man. I'm falling apart. You're literally falling apart. Dude, I'm about to be 35. I don't know if I'm going to see 40, and I blame Subway. Well. You know what? 35 is going to be great. You're halfway, you're halfway there. You're halfway through your 30s. Right. You know, and now you can look at back at your life and be like, man, I'm wow. never going to be cool again. Right, right. I'm only going to be a wow. disaster. I'm old now. I'm old now. God. But it's good because all I want to do anyway is sit on my porch and drink wine. And that's a classic old guy shit. Yeah, but you don't look, you don't look a day over 32. There we go. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's but, the mustache. And if I hadn't eaten Subway four times a week for four years, I'd probably look... 29. You, you, you might look 25. You I might look 25. It'll be like Carl Hess here to read for 25-year-old. They're like, yeah, we get it. Right now, it's like Carl Hess here to read for 32-year-old. They're like, get out. You've eaten too much Subway, sir. It was so funny. You look like, like, <laughs> you look like Charles Bronson. There was, a, there was a role that I was going to submit for, and then my agent was like, they, they need someone who's like not... Cause you know, like I'll go in for like young dad or whatever, but like they were just like saw that crime line commercial. Like, they're like they need someone in their late twenties. I was like I could maybe. They were like no. You nah, start nah. you sa- you start sagging <laughs> like, your no, you, you uh, sag your no, pants no. and you're wearing like a, yeah. a supreme shirt or whatever the kids are doing. You're sup, you you come in on a bird scooter. Uh, sup fam, sup fellow hype beasts. Yo hype beasts, I'm woke. How woke uh, are you guys? What up, fam? Have you have you this been to Fat Sal's? Have you had that chicken lit. finger mozzarella sandwich? <laughs> it's dope. Are you guys still saying this dope? This audition is lit AF, fam. And they're like, get out. <laughs> I'm like, I'll show myself out. I'm so sorry. Uh, do I get? Do I leave the same way I I'm came t- in? I'll see you later. I'm so sorry. I dragged this bird into the audition. <laughs> no, you come in on a lime. They're like, we don't even use those. That lime's played out, bro. That lime's played out, bro. We're on. We're on to some new shit. Yeah. 
It's just it's actual hoverboard. It's all right. I'm going to embrace being old. I'm just going to like, I'm going to be like an old Italian guy. I'm going to like play bocce and like just drink wine all day and like smugly judge You're like young gonna people. You're going to be my best customer. Yes. You're going to be am. my best customer. I literally, because you can play a version of bocce inside, inside Bar Claxon, which we are attached to. Yeah. So if, if you guys haven't been to Bar Claxon, it is right there. That's Broadway, right? Right on Broadway, yeah. Uh, right south For, of like fourth and Broadway. where Grand Central Market is. It's a cool bar. It's a great bar. It's, I it's haven't awesome. spent a lot of time in there, but I like the Italian vibe where they're like, hey, you get like an aperitivi. You can get exactly. some prosciutto. And then in the back, they do highballs. They have a place called the Slipper Clutch, which mm-hmm. is more like kind of punk rock. It's like very punk rock vibes. They got like a pool table, pinball machines, like low ceilings. Nobody nobody cares about you and who you are. The bartenders are all surly as fuck. Surly, yeah. Yes. There's like, we, we hired guys to come in and do graffiti on the wall. That's because this bar's <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> and if you don't live in LA, it's like, I'm sorry, we have a lot of cool shit going on. You we know? really do. We have great, we have great stuff going face, on. And if you're that guy in Finland, I don't know what don't you're know. doing. Like, where are you going? Maybe you're having the best life, though. Maybe he's like, all I do is drink wine and live in the woods. That is a really bad What was Finnish that accent? accent. I don't I, even know. What do they sound I, like? All I do is, uh, that's like, that's not even, that's like one, that's like, an, like someone who, it's like when people created the language Esperanto and they wanted to like combine the good things of everything else. It's like that that was like a Mexican Canadian accent. It's like, hey, you know, hey bro, it's a um uh, it's pretty good, Look, you know. I've uh, never claimed to be good at accents. I also have no idea what Finns sound like. Is it like oh, da, 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 da. I think that's like Swedish, right? Yeah, I, I, Swedish. I, my reference is a Swedish oh, chef. Now we're just veered into racism. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize, Nation Finland, and our one Finnish listener. And everyone knows if you're going to be racist to somebody, it's going to be those wops in Italy. Okay, that's 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 <laughs> you're, basically you're, what we've all learned. Italian people are the only people allowed to be that's, racist towards now. That's, 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 that's where, where we are. Learn, like some goddamn Italian, you know. And once again, if you are that Finnish listener, we employ your email us. We want to hear your story. Send send me some herring. I don't know what you eat. <laughs> Yes, I can fuck with that. That's <laughs> that's your worst nightmare. I've had pickled herring. That's good. I I, be, I believe you. I believe that you Do believe you? that you've had pickled herring. Okay. That is good. You know, it's it's one of those like mental things. Okay, yeah. trust me. You have to like embrace the funkiness of fermented seafood, and it, it will it'll make you a better person. I think I've I've over the over time gotten better with seafood. I actually I despite what Carl might say, I I do like eating seafood. Yeah, it's just right. When's the last time you ate seafood? Um, Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Saturday. Likely story. It is a likely story. Nobody can see that I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> no. Well, it I was mean, funny when we were at Dama, you know, we ordered like way too much shit, probably because of me. I'm taking partial, if not full responsibility. The fuck but, is my invite? Uh, maybe I was at work. It was Friday night. You're at work. Yeah, so, well, you know, maybe I, uh, maybe I take the night off. Maybe I hit meet you at Dama. Well, maybe we don't get fish. <laughs> So we're full and then like we forgot that I ordered a whole fish and then a whole fish shows up and I ate the whole thing. And you're like, I'll take that to go. Everyone's oh, like, oh, we'll wrap this up. No, no, to go in my belly. It's just for me now. Everyone was like, oh, I don't think I can eat any of this. And I was like, uh, stand back, folks. Let me handle this. <laughs> you guys want to see something impressive? Get somebody get a timer. I like eating a whole animal in one sitting. You feel like you're really getting shit done. No, that you get results when you do that. I feel like the only time you really do it is a whole fish or a whole rotisserie chicken. Carl is like a cartoon bear that takes a fish out of a river, puts it in his mouth, and then just pulls out bones. <laughs> no, that's a cartoon tomcat. <laughs> no, that's a cartoon bear too. No, no, no. 
Bears like salmon. Salmon swims in water. Water has fish. But bears don't have the dexterity or intelligence to strip an entire fish and pull the bones out in a cartoon and hilarious manner. And a tomcat does? Yes, of course. That's you what they do. You watched way too much Tom and Jerry growing up, my friend. <laughs> way too much. You show me a clip of a cartoon where a bear is doing the tomcat move, and I'll buy you a glass of wine. I, I feel like I could show you. So if I showed you more than one example, does that mean multiple no, glasses of wine? No, I'm putting a cap okay, on Okay, that's this. fine. I will take your I'm one glass of wine, I'm spending too much on sir. wine as I will, I will take your glass of wine, sir. All right. Um, well, I mean, I, I actually wish I could do that, but I do feel like there's something about, you know, there's bones in there and the eye is there kind of looking at you. You can see the teeth in the mouth. I like that. It reminds you that you're eating a creature. And we're reconnected to what we're eating, man. Yeah, it's like something that we got to do is like you and I actually have to like go to like a farm and yes. like go and do like the wake up, feed them, blah 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 blah, kill them, eat them. Well, I'll yeah. tell you this uh, as we're wrapping up here before we introduce our guests. While you were away in Paris, the only food experience I had to make you jealous was that lamb dinner at Hail Mary Pizza. Yeah, I. I I was jealous, but really not that. Shut, jealous. shut up. Yeah, I was not that jealous. Shout out to top ten guest David Wilcox. Um, if you don't know, his restaurant Journeyman has been reconcepted into Hail Mary and Atwater. It's fantastic. I was just there last night. In fact, um, I go there all the time. It's awesome. Talk about add anchovies. He just has a side of all anchovies. Yeah, fucking, it's like my favorite thing. Just a side of anchovies. Side of anchovies. Wow. Uh, but he did. Listen up, Teresa. Yeah, Teresa. <laughs> fucking, let's go. Well, you can get the bocarones there. Well, do you, maybe she needs to. Know, maybe she needs a bat bocarones. Add anchovies. <laughs> So he did this lamb dinner that you like bought tickets and showed up. He gave a little talk about, you know, sustainability and the farms that he works with. But he had video like at the end of the night, he had his laptop. He's like, I have a slideshow of me killing this lamb yesterday. If anyone wants to see it. And it was like pretty graphic, you know, like, well, I mean, you're killing an animal. He slit the lamb's throat and they slid it all the way back to the spine to allow it to like bleed out. Right. And it's obviously like, you know, they do it very quickly. It's not like the lamb suffers. It's not like it's yeah. in a slaughterhouse or in like a field, but then they, you know, yeah. they skin it and they, they hang it up and they right. drain the blood. But like just watching that, it was like, you know, it's, it's gory. There's a lot of blood involved, but, but it's, it's also, also important to know yeah. the process. It's important to understand it. And it's important. And to I care thought it was cool. It. You'd never really, I'd never been in a restaurant setting where I had just eaten an animal and then been shown graphic pictures of that animal's death. And it was actually cool. Cause it was like, I know that this lamb grew up and it had a great life and lived on a farm and like it had one bad day as they say well but it, but it, it served its purpose because that's that's the, the purpose of the lamb is to is to yeah, be, and, is to be food and like you know david was the one who killed it he was the one who cooked it he used every part like the drippings went into the vegetables and everything right. you know so it was like i just thought that was cool and i was thinking like if i could like if i visited a farm and like they chose the lamb and they gave me the knife and they were like you're up you have to do it. I feel like I would do it. I feel like it would be disturbing, but I feel like as a meat eater, I, I think, think that's it's your a respon- valuable experience to have to like kill, I, kill something and eat it and be like, this is what I'm doing every time I eat meat. Not, and, you know, and most of the time you don't even think about it. I think, I think if you care about food and where things come from, it's your, and if you, are, if you are in that situation, which most people are not going to be, even if they care about sustainability or where things come from, it is your responsibility to take part in that circle of life. It is your responsibility it's to... It's a circle of life. Sorry, I've had some wine. That was, that was very was good, good singing. Right? Was How good. are you not a singer? I was in... You know what that must I was in acapella group You could have been Freddie Mercury. Oh, and shit. And maybe that movie would have gotten better reviews. Oh, um, I think it's your responsibility to... To be okay with having to do that, and yeah. and even though it might 
it might strike a strike a chord in you where it's 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 emotional or it's 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 sad that that you can't deny that everything that you eat as a as a person who eats fish or fowl or or mammal whatever it came from somewhere sure. it lived a life it died for your right. it died so you could live essentially you that's, just end that's up, the way that's the way that food worked you, you just, killed animals to eat so you could live it served a purpose right because given the chance that lamb would kill you and, and everyone everyone you cared about. about at the end you're just like nicholas cage in the end of mandy and you're just soaked in blood and your <laughs> eyes are fucking huge and you're just like i got dinner baby if you haven't seen mandy you are fucking up that movie is off the charts um well, speaking of off the speaking charts, speaking of off the damn charts, I don't even have a segue for that, but it is time to introduce our guest. Uh, very excited to have this man on the program. Born our guest this week is Jason Stort. What up? AKA Them Jeans. Hi. Food podcaster, DJ, uh-huh. man about town. That's right. Wine bringer Guy to who the podcast. Just brought us another bottle of wine. Cheers, Cheers guys. Cheers, guys. Woo. See, this is, this is what we wanted. Guests are now starting to realize that if they show up with a bottle of natural wine, it's just going to be more fun for everybody. Yeah, we're not going to grill them like we used to do. Well, <laughs> we used to ask those tough questions. Right. As a guy who's done so many pods in my life, yeah. you know, when, when somebody brings a bottle of wine, you're like, oh. Yeah, right? It's like you, when you show up to someone's house for a party. It's like, what, are you not going to bring a bottle of wine? Are you mm-hmm. uncouth bastard? Someone that doesn't bring something to a party... That's nah, not the kind of person I want to bring to my party. That person. I like that person. <laughs> you are a pod veteran. It's safe to say you yeah, have man. a food podcast called The Stew. Yeah, which I have been a guest on. Very great podcast. You also have another podcast called Tall Tales. Yeah, more of a music. That one, yeah, that focus. one's more of just like just a, more friends bullshitting type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slice um, of life. You've done. <laughs> probably hundreds of episodes of pods i have done hundreds of pods in my life i mean Definitely. we're looking up to you as a pod that we're we're mere pod neophytes no literally he is like six yeah he's five. also like six five six so. nine six you're, nine wait, six nine nice nine. can you dunk i can i can dunk but it doesn't look how great. many times have you, you don't need to, to look good dunking how many times have you had to answer the question of whether you can dunk or not once every two days sure yeah once every day people ask me <laughs> well, if listen, i play basketball as, as a man that's five foot eight and a half on a good day mm-hmm. in creepers i really feel like i need to say something but, but you're wide like, you're stout also you you're, look barrel like a, you're barrel chested what? you look like a fellow who hasn't who has maybe touched a creeper in their life though am i wrong uh i just bought my daughter some creepers for her for her 16th wait, wait, birthday wait, what, so, what do you mean yes. touch the creeper what am i what am i, I mean, uh, creepers are a type of shoe. i mean a creeper has graced your foot perhaps a creeper actually has never graced my foot ever good yeah. for you yeah. it's yeah. like well, a, thank you very much it's like a rockabilly style shoe that right. has a like a three inch thick sole sole oh joel went through an emo phase not a rockabilly phase I, so okay, maybe he missed. first of all no i didn't yes yes you were in an emo band no i was no, I was never an emo band. Ever. Your, your swooped hair said differently. What kind of band was it then, my friend? Yeah, uh, it was like uh, it was almost like wait, Mur- wait, wait, Murder wait. City. Let me let me amend my okay. statement. Yeah, screamo. It was, like, it was like screamo. Okay, well, I was in a screaming band called Scream Ninja, <laughs> and that that was a it was a side project from our other band, uh, and the whole point uh-huh. was to just be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, It was for fun. It was for fun. 
We, I still have yet to listen to Screaming Ninja. I'm in Ninja. a screaming band. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody scre- It was like the Locust, but if the Locust played uh, not such short songs and they were more... Long like, Locust. What was, is the like, Locust? Like you guys Charles, are just making references. Like Charles Bronson kind of like took it down a notch. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. I, See, I, you're making references. She goes deep, Locust, Carl? Creepers. I don't even know what's Carl's happening. Carl's like, right I just found out about Rihanna. Have you yeah. seen He's her? like, I'm still Guys, listening to that you know, same Steely Dan you know album about, from fucking 30 years ago. Don't you say a bad word about Steely Dan. That's a logic. It's I one will. of the best albums ever. I, I will, will not. So Rihanna has her own line of creepers, just to let you know. Okay. Just to, Good. Just to circle it all back. Good to they're know. called the Reapers, and they're phenomenal. Well, you are, phenomenal I mean, shoes. you are a professional DJ. You mm-hmm. are knowledgeable in the world of music. Yeah. What, I mean, what was, what was like initially, like, was it just a love of food that grew into like, I need a podcast? Or was it like... It was, for me, I, I had always had a love of food. And then um, the guy that I do my food podcast with, Andre, we were roommates together. Shout out to Andre. Yeah. We had a similar living situation as this before both of us moved out um, with our respective girlfriends at the time. But right. it had a, it was like a house with... You guys would cook a lot, talk about food. Cooking all the time, drinking wine all the time. We would always, he was into food, I was into food. We'd push each other and be like, hey man... I'm making lasagna tonight. Cool. Right. I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna try this barbecue this brisket. Right. Let's invite twenty of our friends over. You always look like you're doing like very ambitious home cooking situations, <laughs> which I'm jealous of because it's like I love food, I love going out to eat, and I make food pretty regularly at home. But like you've I'm walk. never throwing you have like a walk, dinner. my friend. I do have a walk which is underutilized and like a real like a walk. But I'm never like burner? throwing dinner yeah. parties. Oh, oh yes. Well yeah, this house uh, we're on the eastern border of Echo Park, but like back in the '70s, this was China. Chinatown. Yes. Uh, before a lot of Chinese people moved to the San Gabriel Valley. So every house in Chinatown has a built-in I'm assuming burner, every house in this block has a built-in ring burner and giant walk because this house certainly does. <laughs> and when I first moved in, I was like, I'm using this fucking walk all the time. But the problem is, walk is amazing. it's amazing. But when you get it going, there's like the oil is splashing everywhere. It's really messy. It's a volatile it's environment. Really it's really hard is. to clean. And much like Eminem, you only get one shot with a walk. You get one shot with a walk. <laughs> you have to have every ingredient prepped and and mise and like the, ready the to throw in. The Chinese invented the mise en place, not the French. I'll I, say. I, yes, I mean, if your shit's not ready to go in the walk, eh, one second hesitation, you're. Well, fine. that's just bushly gas shit. Like fuck that. No, you got to have everything ready to go. Uh-huh. Well, I'll have a walk dinner party. I'll invite both of you guys. I will. I will. Stir you're fry. gonna cook. And I you're will, gonna bring I will, wine. I I got a great recipe. It's called Beijing beef. I got it from the Panda Express website, and I'm ready to go, man. It really is. They're giving out the recipes. Find, find me some that? cornstarch. We're good. We're good. You have to hand it to the Chinese. It's such an effective cooking method. Because you, you know, you put the oil in, you spice it, you cook the meat, take it out, quick veggies, meat back in. You're done in like three. It's like three minutes. You're done. Yeah, well, if minutes, you know what you're doing. Three minutes on a long day. Yeah, on yeah. a long. That's a long walk. Yeah, goddamn, we got places to go. But it does seem like you're like throwing dinner parties, you're having people over, you're doing like sous vide in your house. Like y- you like to entertain and do ambitious cooking projects at home. I do. Well, you know, once you, you, it's just that, that theory of you really wanting to push yourself further. Like, okay, I made a great roasted chicken and some roasted potatoes. That was cool. But then you're like, I want to push it. I want to push it more and push it more and and see like how wild you can get with it. Well, while still doing the normal everyday beloved recipe. So like right now, I'm sure you have multiple things that you've done very well, but like if you were going to have like eight friends over, what would be like, your fucking go-to, like this is what I'm making. What is what is a dinner party at your house like? Oh, let's set the. What mood. would be your current go-to to impress? A, maybe not even impress, or just. I've been. I, no, you want to impress. You if, want you're to impress a ho- a if you're a host, you want to flex. I, I think it is. I think you it want is to flex a little, a little bit. impressive. You always have to flex, bro. Yeah, you gotta flex. I mean, yeah. there. 
uh, you know, upon entry, there's Bub and Grandma's just around. Sure. I know you're a big Bub and Grandma's fan. On all tables. Sure. My, uh, my freezer's full of Bub. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any way to work that in, some wild crustini. Shout out to Bub like and that. Grandma's making some very solid bread. Uh, the, mo- the move we had was good bread. We would get it from Republic. Some nice, like, French or, like, European butter. and The unsalted and, butter. And, and, and salmon roe. Yeah, that, mm, that, and yeah. that was like the start to the night. As it's pretty, at, for it's a pretty nice party. way to go. Yeah. Uh, I just made uh, I just made a, a wild cornbread. Ooh, um, Chef Steps recipe. What's you, Chef Steps? They I'm sous familiar. vide the cornbread at <laughs> forty two degrees <laughs> Celsius for thirty five minutes. Chef Steps is a is a website that is very scientific and technical with their methods. Kind of like Food Lab. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but their their website is very intuitive for like. They do everything by grams. They do everything by weight. I feel okay. like it's very user friendly. It's like, get out your too. drug scale. Let's fucking yeah, well, get they're technical. Sort of, they're trying to re, uh, re-educate Americans to the system right. of like, it's better to do things on the metric system. Because it's because just it's, easier. It's universal. And, it really is. And as a chef, you know, it's better to do things by weight instead of volume because it's, of course, there's of so course, many variables. 100%. So you're like, I'm going to make this cornbread. And they're like, 0.06 grams of of baking powder. I mean, right. listen, if, blah, you're, blah, blah. if you're using a microgram scale at home, I mean, you're just, just you're, you've just won. I got He's two pro. skills. He's pro. <laughs> so, One's for weed and one is for something else. But I didn't, I didn't, but then Chef Stuff's sort of just turned into like an advertisement for their own sous vide brand. Sure. Right. Which is sad. Which is the ultimate thing you want to do. That's our goal as well, to just turn into right. a brand that that's sells sous vide. Yelling do. about pate sous vide. It's you know, coming Jenner 2019. was like, I'm going to show my body right. with the ultimate goal to of, make some fucking money yeah, yeah, yeah. have you ever sat in the most luxurious bubble bath it's called have you ever sat in the most luxurious bubble bath temperature it's controlled called brand actualization and it's what we're going we're mm-hmm. all going toward but it, it sucks that they abandoned all of their old stuff and they're just like now we're just a company that tries to sell jewel well CDs, in terms of food websites you've kind of stepped in to fill the vacuum because you have started your own food website yeah, I've been I've been doing a lot of food. It's related. called Buttermilk. Yeah, you can plug Buttermilk. Buttermilk. Uh, it's on Instagram. It's at Eat Buttermilk, I believe. Eat, eat Buttermilk. Websites yeah. Angel Cities. Uh, Angel Fire. Cities. Angel Fire. Angel Fire. Fire. Uh, backslash. It's another one of things that I don't have time to right. do very But did much that come out of you liking to get online and find recipes from that, shit like Chef Steps? And you were like, I got some shit that I want to add to the Discord. It sort of was like, I, I like writing and I like podcasting and I like listening to podcasts and sure. reading stuff. But uh, I mean, just like every, like how I started DJing, I like watch a bunch of people DJ and like, I can do better than right. that. You're like, I got, I got some or shit like that's better read, than that. You, like, you read somebody do a... Take a, that, Tiesto. Read, yeah. <laughs> read a In review. face, Bauer. Fuck you, Tiesto. Yeah, seriously. You're on we, notice, we're, we're at war. Uh, Bauer can't like, even oh. cook a roast chicken to save his fucking life. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Have you had marshmallows cornbread? It's fucking garbage. <laughs> it's bullshit. It he didn't even microgram that shit garbage. on the scale. He was probably measuring by volume like a fucking amateur. I think Sam I'm going to be sick. But yeah, the same. You know, you listen to a bunch of food podcasts, and it's like, you know, like I could do, I could right. do something sure. better than this. Same, the same thing that you guys. Yeah, thought. I mean the same thing. I was like, this is all garbage. I got to start something up. Basically, <laughs> doing it for the culture. But but you you know you wanna you know you wanna share share your your world with the world. What do you think your top recipe that you've done for Eat Buttermilk is? Oh, ooh, that's a tough. You've one. done some cool shit on there. I mean, I don't even remember, man. Well, I want to bring up a certain something that I fucking loved. It was basically 
I don't know if it was a recipe, but there was an instructional video. So kind of like oh. a, a video recipe. Was that like the deviled egg no, sandwich? No, that one looked awesome. But That's like right off I was thinking of, out. so he, he made a, I don't know if you've seen this, y'all. He I made, have seen nothing He of made it. a burrito and the burrito like was Night Market Song Rice and Panang curry. It was leftovers. Anyway. What do you mean oh, night yeah. market like rice? Like the so crispy he had, rice he salad? He had leftover or? sticky rice and Panang curry from uh, night market song. Oh, uh, okay, okay. He okay, made okay. that the base. He put pinto beans on, I believe. <laughs> and then he put Trudy's brisket oh, yeah, that from was Bert. Crazy. And that was the burrito. That was a crazy Am I missing one. anything on that? No, no, I don't even remember so all So it was that. like smoky, it was vinegary, like, a, like yeah. spicy, yeah. kind of like... Curry, was, brisket. Oof. It's just like... Uh, the the cooking with leftovers is such a great way to just throw something at the wall and see what sticks. And usually, course, you yeah. know, if you're stoned or you're drunk and you're like, I'm gonna make a fucking burrito. Right. You're like, like, what's in my fridge? Yeah. I'm, and then you, and then like nine times out of ten, you're like, pretty good. And then one out of ten, you're like, I think Holy I, just, I think I just unlocked something <laughs> yeah. that other people don't know about. That's how you get to the next level of life. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's but like also, passing a level in Zelda. And uh, but also if you are you know like like the three of us, we we have a lot of friends who work in the food sure. world and restaurateurs and all that shit. So we have access to all these products. Like, oh, I'll just make something out of Trudy's beer, brisket. Where like people in Montana are like, fuck, I wish I could do that. Right. And like, somebody, but in Montana they're like, I just killed this elk. I'm stoned <laughs> as hell. It's three a.m. I'm make an elk burrito. Except yeah, they so probably wouldn't make a burrito. Because so, and also they don't talk that way. There. They're like, bro, I'm gonna make an elk burrito yeah, in bro, Montana. Look, bro, I just, I sh- it's elk come season. Come to fucking Montana, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I use white they bread because I'm an American. That actually is one of the things I heard about Montana. They just call everyone bitches all the time. I use goddamn white oh, yeah. bread because I'm a patriotic American. I just put. I just put elk meat between two white bread slices and I even buy myself a midnight snack. That doesn't sound bad. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't sound That was basically like, there's this place like on like at past Santa Barbara on the way to Kachama, like Cold Spring Tavern, which has been there for like a yes. hundred years. And it's just like, we have venison. We put it between bread. We put barbecue sauce on it. You're going to fucking eat it. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I wish there were more places like that in LA. Cause no, I, I know. I went to Yellowstone a couple summers ago and like when you're out in like Idaho and Montana, every place has like venison bratwurst yeah. elk burgers like that shit is fucking good i love it i, I, I want more game yeah there's a there's a podcast listener of mine who is from montana and he's like i killed a fucking elk how does he talk does he go i killed a fucking elk bro we only, i killed an i killed an elk we bitch. only spoke via email okay. so i didn't get on the horn we, with him unfortunately right. but you could tell from his written word that right that he loved Trump. He for sure, sure talked like he was in Pennywise, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, "Yo, give me your fucking address. I will overnight some right. e- my elk bounty to your house." Right. And then, and then the next morning, white powder there was a pipe it. bomb, and it was like, "You liberal <laughs> fucking scum, podcaster scum." Fool me once, yeah. I should have known. But and yeah. also some very nice elk. Yeah. But uh, I had like five elk tenderloins. Ooh, you still have them? No, I blasted you, them all. What do you mean? Do you still? But have I would. Them? I wanted to have a dinner party. I would once a week. I would make elk tartare, and it was the <sighs> best fucking tartare. It's so lean. It's so it's so, so good. lean. You, you, want, you want that leanness. You want that lean. And, and then I would. Yeah, I would just. You're you're just kind of doing freestyle. You're making so much tartare. Like I'm gonna go classic French right. with mayonnaise and capers, and you're like I'm gonna do like a fucking night market style one with some yeah. lemongrass and some other fucked up would shit. You, like, fish sauce in that motherfucker. Would you sauce, cut it? Like I've seen recipes that say if you're making carpaccio at home, the best way to do it is to have the meat partially frozen and cut it while frozen, so you can get that really really yeah, thin. So, yeah. Slice. So what we would do? Would tartare be the same? You do the yeah. same for yeah. tartare? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, we do that for our restaurant. I gotta start making tartar. What the fuck am I Dude, doing? Dude, making tartar at home is one of the most it's, relaxing, it's, rewarding things you can n- make. And not only that, like, because like, if I mean, I'm assuming that you, I'm not talking to Carl, because you're, you know, you're you, but you probably have like a KitchenAid or some kind of like grinding utensil that you could probably use at your home. Were you grinding the? the I, oh, you could do it by hand too. Hand is I, great. I did it. I did it by hand, but I've also done it in a meat grinder. Right. Yeah, you can do. Or you so can by do hand, it in you're like chopping processor. it, like you're rough chopping it. So you're you're literally doing like um, a brunoise of uh, meat, essentially. Yeah, and like, but you could even go small dice. I mean, it just really depends what kind of texture you want to have. In I your like mouth. kind of a rough country rustic chop, and yeah. that would be something that you would want to do by hand, where it's almost but while like, frozen. Um, so you here's partially. the thing: you, you hit it in the freezer for like 20 minutes. It, okay. dep- it depends how deft of hand you are Ooh. when it comes to yeah, are you the a meat. Idiot! Well, yeah. you know that I'm yeah. deft what as hell. You? What are you, some kind of white devil idiot? Yeah. Like, well, get out of here! I'm gonna he say brunoise while it's in a pot of boiling I know. water. I know that's how his brunoise skills are unimpeachable. I brunoise when it's in the fr- in the fryer. Jason probably hands in there. Way... I don't even give a fuck. Jason's got way cooler knives than me too. I know you have cool ass knives at home. I got nothing. I only use a global chef's knife for every single thing. That's it. I got those ginsus. I got them. On, uh, I think the, that on the commercials, having a shitload of cool knives is a cool thing. Right, but you, but you only need one knife for when, anything. When I, well, that's a very Bourdain way to go, go sure. for that. You've read Kitchen Confidential, I know that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I have my knives run the gamut, right? Sure. And I, when I was much younger, when I was, I in mean, my for formidable an amateur days, home cook, right? Sure. Well, you, yes, leave these things to the professionals. <laughs> I, I remember one time leave I bought spending three hundred dollars on a Japanese knife. Oh, I bought oh, Bain with an eight inch. No I problem. bought, I bought a knife that was like six hundred fifty dollars when I was making no money. And I was just like, I thought I had That's to such do a it. Dumb and young chef. Man. Oh, it was so dumb. And right, and, now, and because I didn't understand how to sharpen it and take care of it, now it looks like a fucking bird's beak. Like it's just like fucking <laughs> awful looking. Like a, just a chef's knife. Like yeah, a but classic- like. You don't need to like, like you said. You don't need to spend anything more than a hundred hundred dollars, hundred and fifty dollars on one good knife. Yep. You can do everything as yep. long as you know how to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Period. I got a uh, what's the German? The Henkel. Uh, That's garbage. Wusthof. Wusthof. It's not even Wusthof. It's it's it's, it's a, Henkels. It's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fine. I don't know. I just like the yeah, regular. But it's the handle, man. You if when you have the right handle, you got that. You you have like. It's like it's like it's like conducting a sonata. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like get you, lyrical, Joel. D- Ooh, I, poetry all, and motion. I'm gonna day. come, <laughs> dude. Me and Dudamel are homies, bro. You don't even fucking know. You're the Dudamel of making. I'm the Dudamel of fucking making tartare. No, uh, but one good knife is good, and it's all about weight. It's all about weight and mm-hmm. balance, blade strength, and and sharpening it. Like you can have a fucking Hankles, and you could still cut as well as somebody who has a really nice chef's knife from that's made in Seki City, Japan. That's been fucking nine nine thousand times hammered. But if you don't know how to take care of it, it doesn't fucking. I just use a sh- like a steely, like the rod sharpener. That doesn't that doesn't sharpen though. That hones, so that corrects your fucking edge. Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. What do you use? A, a stone? You're, no, in there, you, you're in the you, whetstone. You, of your you hone in between sharpenings. Yeah. You, so uh, you sharpen with whetstones if you want, or you could also go and just buy these things that you can sharpen. I with. actually go to. I the don't guy. sharpen myself. Do I go I, to the guy and. Oh yeah. The farmer's every market. every farmer's market, you're like. There you go. Oh, here's ten bucks. I'm gonna go look at some fucking persimmons for a half an hour. I come back. It's perfectly sharpened. Shout you out get, to your local sharpening guy at the do, farmer's you know, market. I'll get a Shout out to Gary Sharpening. <laughs> Gary's. Because you the, don't know what a whetstone is. I go to the guy in uh, at the Culver City one. Pete's. It's fucking great. No, he's, he's so great. yeah. You just you sharpen, then you hone. You know, every week, and then you sharpen every yeah. three, so three only, times a year. Maybe the, is what the, I did. the biggest difference is honing when you have a steel corrects the edge that you already have that exists. Sharpening actually takes away some of the metal to make it more precise. Damn, I'm learning well, yeah. so much. Sharpening is getting a haircut, and honing is styling. It, God, that's. There, 
That's the. Analogy. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's the analogy. If I was six I foot nine, and then he hits the jewel. Look at him. He's so satisfied. Fuck you, idiots. Jewel, 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 jewel. jewel. I want to talk about the porron. Oh Ooh, shit! So thanks okay. to you. Yes. I was uh, I was gonna go to Otoño mm-hmm. for my birthday in September. Shout out to Otoño. Shout out to Teresa. It was like the week it opened, and then I was like looking out on the gram. I was like, this place looks fucking sick. I want to go. Yeah. But then I was like, it was gonna be like a twenty person dinner, and I was like, I don't want to do all of right. that while they're still, still very like, hectic in the opening. So then weeks. I went last weekend with my girlfriend and just sat at the bar, like walked up, no res. That's a way to do it. And I think that's by f- every every restaurant, especially you have with to that do style right of dining, way. the tapas, yeah. the small plates, the wine. It's like. Uh, my my friend, he's the chef at EP and LP, and that's a restaurant where you have to go and sit at the chef's counter. And you have I've to never be, been. Always heard great things. It, well, it's one of those spots. It's like a, it's a WeHo hot spot sure. for nightlife, yeah. and like right. dudes will go more there. than a restaurant. It's a, you're, yeah. impre- you're trying to impress. It's people. a destination. So that's sure. kind of the bad part. It's like great little restaurant Seedy. that people West don't want to go to because it's a West Hollywood. But if you go and you skip all that shit and you just sit at the counter and you're drinking with them you know you're drinking right. beer loud that's the way to do it and you're doing miscals and like oh what do you got over there yeah. like oh i'll give you a little taste of that yeah. and then suddenly you're having like a very sick ass time yes. same thing for otonio where like if you just sit and like a dumbass waiter no, i'm sure they have great waiters but sure like, yeah they're just like yeah just here's some paella eat it but if you're at the bar and you're doing the porron yeah then you're like there's no other way you know, to they, do it they only bust out that porron for, for special, special people. people. I told. I called really? ahead. I was like, oh, there's yeah? a 6'9 motherfucker who's coming in there. You know, he makes a hell of a cornbread. You're going to want to give this guy the you'll, bro. You'll know him when He's he walks in. He's authorized. Yeah, my, my girlfriend got a glass of wine. She's like, okay. And then I got a cocktail. I was like, that's good. And then I'm like, I pointed yeah, at that. the Poron and he's like, do me the Poron. And he's like, oh, this is going to be a good night. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, what do you want? And I was like, all sherry. Give and me that like, ah, Chocolina. Wait, you said sherry in the Poron? I said all sherry, but he didn't do it. He did, He gave oh, me the one. Okay. like The, the Chocolina? Yeah, yeah. He gave me the Chocolina. You got to well, get that Chocolina. It's funny. Shout out to Daddy Yankee. <laughs> well, I want you guys to see <laughs> Chocolina. Give me that Chocolina. Well, it's funny because when Teresa was on the podcast, we were asking her about the Poron because she brought one. And oh, we were like, do you let people, like, do you let customers in your restaurant do this? And she's like, not yet. But we're like working right. up to it. I know listeners can't. Oh, watch, shit. Check this Let's out. This is, this is first try Poron. <laughs> not a drip. Oh, my God. The extension. And your arms are so long. Okay, it looks well, here, even more impressive. You know what? Not full extension. He went up. A yeah, little but bit. look how long his arms are. I don't care. He, he would be like ten, not, 10 feet away from his face. You, physically have, impossible. you literally have your own selfie stick attached yeah. to your face. <laughs> the next time I go there, I'm going behind the back. No problem. I mean, that was very strong technique. I didn't see a drop spilled. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest part is actually bringing it back in. Like anyone can go full extension, but then you have a fire hose of wire in your face and you have to gracefully I have, bring it back. I have it literally back. only done the Perone perfectly one time. I actually was at my friend's house on Saturday night. And he bought a Peron just online. Mm. So we were out in his yard. Amazon Prime? <laughs> Amazon Prime? I, m- I might have bought a Peron on Amazon Prime. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm definitely buying one because that's exactly what he did. I'm for sure not. buying one. It just makes everything better. Yeah, more it makes everything fun. better. Yes, of course. It's, it's, like, it, it's, a, it's like a thing where like, if you had people come into your house and you had it on the table with wine around it, people would be like, 
what the fuck is that? Absolutely. And you'd be like, oh, let me show but you. But I, I think it, they would instinctively know. They'd be like, is this some sort of aerial wine bong? And you'd be like, yes, of course it is. Aerial, yeah. <laughs> Load I, it up. I posted that video on the stories, and most people are like, are you drinking bong water? Are you fucking? That's the thing. So as and you, you know, and you said yes. Of I course. was like, maybe. I as you know, I'm like terrible. Our, our last episode, our live episode at Eastside Food Fest with Teresa and Eric Andre, we did a live porn tutorial, and before we did, we pulled the entire crowd. Most people don't know about Perone. Yeah, like, no, we're was, spreading Perone awareness. No, it was very disappointing it's a, it's when a you're community like, service for it's us. It's like, do you know about Perones? And, and it's cricket. It's crickets. We asked multiple wine professionals there. Right? They didn't know. I feel That's like when we go, to, we're we're going Let's to raw, raw wine fest. By the yes. way, when this airs, raw wine fest will be this coming weekend. Yes, raw yeah. wine fest. Go yeah, for people we're, in we'll LA, as it's well. the tenth and eleventh, I believe. The tenth and eleventh. It's uh, a Sunday this, and Monday. This coming weekend, it is. Uh, a natural wine fair that it was its first year in LA last year. It's in London and Berlin and New York City. I went last year. It was fucking rad. Mm. I don't know if there's going to be any Perones, I, I sadly. Heard, I heard from own. a little birdie that you did not spit any wine. Well, And someone might have thrown you out of the, I, the festival. I didn't, I didn't get thrown out. <laughs> I probably should have spit more though uh, spitting is just r- an insane notion to that's me. exactly right it's, so ooh. i went into it with that exact same attitude like that's for stuffy wine, wine tastings i'm drinking the wine i'm not about spitting but then three hours in i mean there's hundreds of wines there i was like yeah, maybe should I maybe should have started spitting. Oh boy, I'm gonna, Papa's gonna need to sit down for a second. That's fine. Carl's gonna need a water break outside in the shade. I mean, I'm gonna need to spit a little bit this year. Or, you know what's actually the move that I've seen all the cool wine people do is the dump because they give you a pour and it's not that you much. Take, and you take a sip and you then you dump like half of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. taste it and then you dump the glass in the spit bucket because if you take a full taste of every wine you get, we're talking. Hundreds of wines. Like yeah. you're just not I mean, going to be able to do it. You, let, yeah. Let's imagine and they you give know you. How much wine I can well, let, let, let's do the math. Let's imagine that they give you two ounces I mean, of wine per pour. Less, it would, I don't care if it's, there's no slice. way they're giving you less than <laughs> right. that. But two ounces of wine per pour. I don't care if you're it's Kimbo insane. Slice. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I would care if you're Kimbo Slice because that means you're a fucking zombie, <laughs> and wine doesn't affect you anymore. And all mm-hmm. you want to do is eat my brains. Are you going to go to Raw this year, Jason? All right. Well, here's my strategy. Because last year I thought there was going to be more food there mm. so i don't think i ate enough before the festival bring a baguette oh my god <laughs> i'm i'm bringing multiple baguettes in like a whimsical sack over my yeah. shoulder you're gonna put it in a bindle like a there hobo wasn't, that was the thing it was and like, then sit there and be like 20 bucks a baguette. yeah like hey you want it or not? oh you're hammered sir you're on the ground you're mm-hmm. gonna need some baguette 20 dollars mm-hmm. i mean th- that was the thing though i assumed there was going to be more food there was like one food thing like there, there should be like that's bad. There should be one meat food cheese. thing. It was all mac and cheese. I feel like, like that oh, kind of this. event is a great first date. <laughs> if you want to, you see really find out the salt yeah. that someone's yeah. made. Yeah. If you want to sure. take it to the limit with your date and see how much wine. I mean, if you can can't drink. push it to the limit on a first date, like what the fuck are you doing? Going I think out? that is a great first date. If you find someone who's willing to go to a national wine festival with you for your first date, get after it. And marry them. Yeah. But also, Seriously. you know, you'll gauge like you're not gonna you're not gonna drink. 300 glasses of wine sure. but if you meet a girl that will then you're like bad idea but if you're like i'm gonna have 17 <laughs> right. mini glasses and she's of like wine, i'm gonna have 18 and you're like i'm very aroused right i now. drink yeah. 300 glasses of wine a night and i used to live in vegas for 10 years <laughs> uh, i don't know about that what is that that's, yeah, a, one, you know, that's a one night that's a one that's a one night yeah i'll be at the i'll be at the raw wine fest yeah. if you haven't gotten tickets, oh, if you haven't gotten tickets before, go 
come through. You guys yeah. get paid off of that shit or what's going on? Uh, we should. I'm going to contact them and be like, where's my, where's my, where's my stipend? My media pass. You were, you were talking about Hail Mary earlier and I was, I mean, we're always we're talking strong, about Hail well, it's, Mary. It's, strong Hail Mary advocate. Cause I right. live in, I live right by that and I was actually, I just picked up jogging. You're an Atwater daddy. I'm an Atwater daddy. Yeah, there you I go. picked up jogging this morning. Just why not? Mm-hmm. Shout out to jogging. For being healthy, shout out to Atwater wait, Village. Wait. Shout out to Hail Mary. Wait, you're jogging down Glendale and you popped into you popped no, in. I, I popped. You got you got a. It's like those people that get like a cup full of fucking like water. He comes there. It's like marinara and like jogging, shredded meatballs. He's jogging with like, the sourdough ah, loaf. I gotta get this in my body. I'm so I, tired. You're out jogging. You got the phone in one hand, sourdough loaf in the other. Like uh-huh. I stopped by Hail Mary. What's up? It was it was very early in the morning and it was not open just quite yet. But I walked. I was running by. And I was like. Oh yeah, that's Hail Mary. There it is. I gotta remember to go there because because yeah. I've heard that the pizza is good. Have you had? Did you go to Journeyman when? Never went to okay. Journeyman. I know uh, you're a sourdough fan though, right? I'm telling you, it's better Oof. than Bubs. Mm-hmm. The, the the bread might be. I've heard it's amazing. The it's bread amazing. might be the best bread. And the in thing LA. about his pizza, um, it's not really in the style of any other pizza I've had. It kind of reminds me of Superfine in that they're using sourdough dough it's thicker. but they're doing like it's thicker no but reminds me yeah. of the of the way that they're not conforming to like a specific pizza style and they're just kind of like here's what I'm doing this is, how we do this it. is my style of pizza that's great well which I appreciate because like can you imagine like bread just being one kind of bread forever like yeah, you want you want it to have differentiation yes. yeah of course well I, I think that journeyman was an example of a restaurant that I just never wanted to go to you live right there you have no excuse. I live right there but I'm sure it was a fine restaurant. It was great. But you know when you just when you walk by a restaurant and you you look at it and you're like, I know that if I go there, I'm gonna be like, I wish I didn't go there. Wow, that really? is the opposite that, that, experience. I'm not that, saying but, that about well, Journeyman, yeah, but, but I'm is just it saying, because that is it because that Hail Mary now is like. We're a pizza place, like because essentially that's what it it's is. It's a little right? more approachable now. It's, it's approachable because everybody knows pizza. It's, it's like journeyman. Hey, we're grabbing you in well, with what we got. Here's and then the thing. Like, we here's have the thing. Else. I always say journeyman open with a no tipping model, which a lot of places have tried and it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. People aren't ready to accept no tipping yet. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of had to reconcept and change his hours, so it never really hit its stride. And it was I was never consistent too in, in idea. Yeah, I and suppose. I think it was initially because opening with a no tipping model is super hard. But I do think now that he's reconcepted to, you know, ostensibly like a neighborhood pizza joint mm-hmm. that also happens to have great small plates and veggies mm-hmm. and salads and natural wine, it is more approachable. It's counter service. You know that you're just going into a casual vibe where you're going to order at the counter. You're going to grab your own plates and utensils. You're going to mm-hmm. sit down. Like, sure, someone will bring it's you that your casual. Food. Yeah, someone like will bring that. you your yeah. food over. But like, it's small. Like, everything's right there. It's, That's tight. I love that. No, it, it's it, fucking it great. I, I, I love the vibe. But yeah, I, like I was just saying, in. like, I would just look at Journeyman and be like, I feel like I'm. I'm going to go there and regret giving okay. and regret spending my money. I don't know what that's based on. It's just a feeling when okay. you see a restaurant. I'm sure you guys have experienced it. Like this new restaurant is opening and you see like the eater profile on it. And you're like, uh, I do. I know. I feel I'm like not gonna, we all do snap judgments on a place. I, I, of, of course when you look do. at it, even from the outside, like the signage, mm-hmm. like everything. You're like, I feel like I can, I can kind of be like, I know if this is going to be good or not. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm always right. But it's I think we all as, do that. It's the same. Yeah, every, we all do it. It's when you look at a Yelp profile, there's which, you know, by the way, we all well, do I, nonstop I, all the time. Right, right. We, are, we are all we are all elite Yelpers. If we're you, all going to the of course we're all. Elite, but right. if, if you look at a, a Yelp page of a restaurant, they have 700 reviews. 
we feel like we're able to sift through sure. Minority Report style of, and of be course. like, I can tell it's going to be no, a lot I am of fire Tom Cruise in this situation. Yeah. I'm just fucking throwing things. You know, right. you can you can kind of tell like, okay, I have a good feeling like. Eighty percent chance I'm gonna fuck with this restaurant. Right. You can. Yeah. You can. You can. You can uh, see the through only, the bullshit. That's Based the only on thing Yelp is good for. Though, that you right. can't quantify. Yelp is Thank only you, good Chang for. Thank you, S. It's <laughs> only for your good fucking for, like, review. A, a, like a mega breakdown. Like if you look at a place and it has twelve hundred reviews and still has four stars, you're like, this place is probably good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's gonna be good. That's the thing I have about like, like the my Morris, place. I'm never reading the reviews because people either come on with an axe to grind or mm-hmm. to just like. To be like this praise. is great. That's but the thing. That's the problem. You is can like, look at the fucking breakdown as as of a, the number. As a person that has a mm-hmm. restaurant, and I, I could, and I do actively look at it because Wallace has great we, rating. We we do. We have a we have four stars. We have like eleven hundred reviews. Oh, flex. Is, which is which, Ooh, flex no, on no, no, but that but that's not flexing because talk it, that shit because it's it, it's it's a testament to how long you have been in, in well of in course and and that's a testament to a restaurant staying power and quality and, and the and the problem I have the is, dick is long and it's girthy the, pro- the problem that I have is deep, do deep. I do I ever respond to those reviews well sometimes never you respond. get drunk and you do no 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 <laughs> nay I have never responded to a review Smart what about the, the one time no no I never did I print I've printed out reviews and put them in in the office oh, so I can look. At it and I take pictures of it and post it to social media. That's, that's unhealthy the, behavior. I let the people decide. That's unhealthy whether behavior, or not, but whether it's it funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have an 80 20 split. I feel like I never use Yelp anymore. I think Yelp is so past its heyday. Like, and, and, like, I don't think, I don't think it necessarily like, what, is, though. Even now, you know what it is? Used to be Yelp would give you the bare basic facts of like, do they take BYOB? Do they take credit card? They, what are their they hours? Still do now that. you can just do that on Google Maps, though. Why would mm-hmm. I? I don't have the Yelp app. Why would I ever go on Yelp when I can literally but, put anything into Google Maps and get well, the hours? Be, the only, if you go to Google Maps and you click on something, it takes you to Yelp. It shows you the rating, but point. it doesn't take you to the website. No, no. It ta- legitimately, if I look on Google Maps on my phone and I click something that says like website or something else, it goes automatically to Yelp and it pulls up my Yelp app, which I've had to look, install. I'm, I'm in Google Maps right now. If I type in... We're the, all not your phone, man. But it's the same, it's the same <laughs> thing as there's nothing better right now than Yelp for that type of data, so we're forced to use it. The same way where if you're trying to learn more about a person, a business, a clothing brand, a sports team or whatever, you Google it and their website's going to come up, their Wikipedia's going to come up and their Instagram's going to come right. up. Yeah, I, look, and I you're just gonna search click the, the You're going to click on the Instagram first because you're able to it's, 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 extract it's, it's more visceral, information you know? yeah, from yeah, I would much prefer else. Instagram. I just go into Google Maps, I type in the walls, this pops up, you got the rating, 279 ratings, you got four and a half stars, you pull up, I can go to the website, I can see all the information when you're open, all the shit here. Why would I go to Yelp? I don't need Yelp because I feel like okay. For example, the Yelp will tell you a lot of things. If, if you go, but like sometimes when you look at something online, you don't go to Google Maps. You go to your direct your iPhone Maps, and if you go, who to, uses Apple all Maps? the fucking time, nah, dude? If you're you using Apple Maps, Maps you're no, no, fucked no. Here's up the thing. If, you, if you're if you're looking at that's right. If you're looking that's at right. Maps, listen, you guys can tap. <laughs> you use and, Apple Maps. And give your and Google give your Boys hands on the side. You use your Apple jive. Maps, <laughs> dude. If I need to find somewhere to go, if I'm like, I need to know locationally where this is right now and how long it's going to take there. You would open there. Apple Maps instead of Google Maps. I have, I have my, my phone is set up through fucking, it's, it's just like this. Do you not have Google Maps on your phone? I know I, Carl is like me. If you could delete Apple Maps from your phone, we would. I, it's so bad. 
It's but but it it's it gets me to it gets me where I need to go exactly when I do. I don't know why. I don't also, know what you're I'm doing. Just, first of all, I'm just smarter than both of you. He when drinks Seven Eleven coffee. We can't trust any opinion. Also, that he there's has. ways is a great app if you want to get around town. No, <laughs> no, because it's gonna take you through like nine alleys, and you're gonna have to make a left turn on. This sounds Olympic. like your your boy is a man who's afraid of making a uh, <laughs> making a hard left. He he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do lanes. that. He sees a stop sign at La Brea, and he's like, "Oh, brother, I want to go home." <laughs> no, I, if I see a stop sign at La Brea, I'm just like, "Why am I even oh, here?" Oh, I hate that when you're on Highland. They're like, "Make a left." You're like, "It's 4:30 right now. That's mm-hmm. not happening." No, I would make a left. I would just be an asshole. Yeah, about but it. I, I'm I'm like challenge accepted. This is gonna be an epic drive. <laughs> okay, Waze, I see where you I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Suck on this, bitch. Uh, well, shit. This, is, this has been fun. We didn't even talk about the fact that you're just openly jeweling. You're the first guest to be openly jeweling during the podcast. Why, why are you talking like you're ending this podcast? I mean, we're, we're coming we, to the end. I mean, we're we coming can to the keep end. going. Let's, uh, let's have our longest Let me hit that jewel and maybe I'll get some long... What, what flavor you got? I have, I have more things to cover, you guys. Yeah. You have a stand-up comedy show tonight, right? I do. I do have to go to the show. When do you have to, <laughs> you have to be there? Let me, let me try to guess the flavor. But you are part of the problem, by the way. Make it fun of like, me for is my it like shit. Fuck candy? you. No. But it's w- something sweet. Oh, I think it's Captain Crunch. It is something sweet, and it's closer to Captain like Crunch. Like bu- butterscotch, something. Very close to butterscotch. Caramel. Imagine if you took a butterscotch, or like a, some type of panna cotta, and you just put, sprinkled a little sugar on top and. It's torch- creme brulee. It's a creme brulee, isn't it? Well, I was there. Butterscotch caramel. No, but I got you fully there. But the va- the world of vape flavor profiles is still very new and not, not too oh, deep. Oh, yes. This is a new frontier. It's like the people that saw the Rocky Mountains and they were going west. And they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, we got to get over those motherfuckers. Yeah, you're, not, you're not hitting well, me. Who knows what's on the other side? We actually talk about this a lot as we're not dessert people and would prefer something savory like a cheese plate. I think the world of vaping and specifically juuling is the same way. You got your people who like your cool cucumber mm. or your classic tobacco flavor. Then you got you people who like the mango or the creme brulee to yep. me it's way too sweet right so some people are, a- are google maps guys and some people are apple no, that's maps a totally guys. that's a wrong analogy because <laughs> there's a right way to do it's something. okay I get, wrong it. I get it listen I'm, I'm out here doing my best honestly i'm five eight and well that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> i'm not six you, nine speaking of you i was listening i was listening to um a podcast that you guys did Earlier today, just to you know, get my head sure. in the game. Get your head, get get your head right headspace. This man says he prefers dipping fries into mustard than mayonnaise. Yeah, it's, he's insane. Come on, bro. No, no, no. Joe's full of terrible food. <laughs> okay, for, okay, especially for, for a chef who's for, very for, talented. First of all, if it was down to gun on the head, mm-hmm. yes, I would prefer to dip my fries. Why in is man- there a gun to your head over condiments? Because this was because it was a this or that. If it was my choice, I'd dip it in barbecue sauce. I, I don't even want ketchup on my fries. Barbecue sauce on fr- Are you insane? Over mayo? Yes. I would rather, <laughs> I'd rather have ketchup than barbecue sauce. You're, well, you're, but, well, what barbecue sauce are you talking yeah, about? Well, you also have a mustache and you look very stupid with it. So I don't understand like why you're having that. Unless it's Carl's anything. Jr. barbecue sauce, what's the point? Okay, you know? first of all, Carl's Jr. barbecue sauce only belongs on Western Bacon Cheeseburgers. It has no place in the food world. Isn't that such a that. good burger? It's so good. That's God amazing. Damn. Let's go it get is good some. Actually, you know what I want to bring it around back to is when you made that burrito with the Night Market song and the cheese <laughs> leftovers, you put the Dell, Fra- the you put Frankenstein Del Taco barbecue sauce on it. Del Scorcho. And I think that's the which best. Is the, which is the better of it. Because Del Infierno, 
Not that good. I love your accent, by the way. Not that good. Infierno. <laughs> and you know that Joel <laughs> well, has... I am Guatemalan, son. Del Infierno. Joel Del has infierno. an elevated version of Jack in the Box tacos on the menu at his restaurant. I do. Oh. And they're... Are they, they vegetarian as well? We lo- use Tillamook cheddar. <laughs> uh, are they vegetarian? No, Tillamook, but they are, but the they are mostly... Cheddars. But they are mostly potato. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they're like That's 80% potato and like 20% It's like, a fire beef. taco. It's so no, fucking it's good. fucking delicious. You got to try this version. Uh, well, well, what should we plug before we go? You got, are you still doing the stew? Because the stew is a great food podcast. I think no, in I the pantheon do, uh, of LA food podcast. I want to do 30 minutes more pod. Sure. Okay. Is that possible? I mean, probably not. But No, we could do, well, I mean, we could have this be our longest episode ever. <laughs> and we could just kind of go into, and you know what? Listeners, who cares but about I did, you? I did want to ask you because you've done like, like 200 some episodes of the stew. Mm-hmm. Is it, is you coming to an end or are you just so busy with all the cool shit it's you have It's not coming on? to an end. I'm just, I think what I have to do, I've realized is have somebody to help organize it all and set it all you up. You need a personal assistant. I need a personal assistant, but also a person that I will trust to like, because the hardest part of doing a podcast for me is the scheduling. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's hard. Like, I, it's, it's, you can set it up and you can hit record sure. on your thingy and then put it on iTunes. It's pretty, pretty easy. But then, like, getting you and you, who has a full time job sure. with fucked up hours, complete opposite schedule from yeah. him, and then another guest who has also sure. different fucked up hours. You're right, it's hard. Yeah, the and liaisoning like, is very difficult. We you need a podcast a liaison. We need a liaison. We need a liaison. And I want to have a headset and I can just connect to it and I'm like, Roger, his what, name's Roger. What are those things? Roger, that, like, well, uh, what are we looking like for next week? Yeah. Yes, uh, Mr. Hess, what, we what, have. What's, uh, what's that thing in the Game of Thrones that like, uh, like uh, the Baratheon had, like his like servant, like you know, that guy that ended up fucking Cersei at some point. What? You know, he had like a, a guy that would like bring him wine, and, like do all the these king's things. hand. No, 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 not the king's <laughs> hand. He was like, he was like a oh, a cupbearer. Yeah, we need a cup. We need bearer. a cup bearer. You're fucking, right. What you am I what? Bring, uh, no. bringing my own cup to my mouth? No, but like seriously, a fucking asshole if we, were, if at the, if in this podcast we had just like a guy dressed in like old timey garb walk up and just fill our cups with wine all the time, a would you be cup. fucking happy? I mean, we're over here pouring our own bottle while we're like, talking like an idiot, dude. I'm yeah. you, I'm using valuable fucking strength I, pouring I, wine. I, it's <laughs> insane. I know we're fucking up. Uh, so the stew is on indefinite hiatus. I would say so for right now, but I, I, it, it's, it's not dead. Okay. Well, it can be found on Apple Podcasts and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Tall Tales is still going. No. 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 So you might be out of the pod game. Maybe. I oh, love being a guest more than a host, I'll tell you that. You could be a professional podcast guest, though. I mean, look at you. You have a, you have a book with notes in it. I mean, I, no, no I guest notes. has ever brought notes. This is... We don't even have notes. Well, for me, yeah, I but have... all of this is just the lyrics to "You Say" by Lisa Loeb. <laughs> like it's really just he's nothing else. He's a big Loeb head. We forgot yeah, he's, to mention he's, he's just he's going to a Loeb Loeb, Loeb concert Loeb. later. Yeah, but for, for me, I haven't. Look out for his in. new podcast, Loeb Blow. It's mostly about <laughs> Lisa Loeb. And How her... is there not a podcast called Loeb probably Blow? Is. That's fucking brilliant. We don't it's know a, that it's a cocaine there and is fucking now. Lisa Loeb. We're rebranding. Podcast. Everyone's pivoting to video. We're pivoting to Loeb. Mm-hmm. Smart money's on uh, Also, you should follow Jason on Instagram and Twitter. Please I mean, do. M- mostly Instagram for food content because you're just a great follow just uh, in terms of food content. Make people uh, hungry, baby. It's at them jeans. Yeah. That's two M's, I believe. No, no, no. Oh, one M. T H E M J E A N S. And that's your DJ yeah, the name. One with, yeah. The one with two M? Yeah, you don't want to follow You don't that want to fuck that. That's, yeah, that's, that's a different. That's a whole different guy. It's very different. It's Ooh, very religious. No. Um, <laughs> and then also, Eat Buttermilk is mm-hmm. your food page. Mm-hmm. That is on Instagram as well, at yep. Eat Buttermilk. 
go and look at that video to make the fucking burrito because mm-hmm. that's easy to do. You just got to get some Trudy's brisket and yeah, just yeah. buy everything. Yeah, all you got to do is find Bert now because he's not not busy. Go to Slack. And then, and then yeah, it's not open yet, baby. Make, and then make some broth out of that bone. Oh, his his broth is number two broth. You're inspiring me to step up my cooking at home game, and going forward, I think I'm. Bert, gonna... a, Bert actually gave me. Well, he gave us. Shout out to Bert Backman, he, top ten guest. He gave me an entire uh, a quart container of short rib consomme that Ooh. he made Ooh. from his short ribs Fuck. that I still have. What are you gonna do with that? And, well, I'm not gonna give it to you now because you're. Well, mean can to I me. have a sip <laughs> of it? No, you're mean to me. Yeah, and then uh, he also gave me a whole fucking pint of weed butter too that wow. he made. A pint of yes. weed butter. Yes, he, he's he's a man of. Talk the about cooking at home. I mean, he, he took butter. it to a whole other. I level. ate a gummy before I came here. Yeah, I'm just. Was it to ten feel. milligrams? Do you feel nothing? It That's was, why it, you want to keep podcasting. You're like the gummy's just hitting, bro. Let's no, go for I another to, hour. I wanted to pod more because I haven't food potted in so long, and I have. I feel like I've. So You're much, in food pod withdrawal. Yeah, You're like, I, I honestly so came here. I thought it was gonna be a whole roast duck. I don't know why there's not. I mean, I went to Vespertine. There's a lot I got. I can come back again and do it another time. Sure. I mean, you could be. Our second repeat guest. You mean our correspondent. You've had Farley multiple times on your podcast, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. He's a great repeat Mm -hmm. guest. Well, once once I got that jewel in my system, oh, I'm just fucking riled up. I got go. the creme brulee in my bloodstream. You are, you, you are the Kramer What's up of with this your show, show tonight? I, maybe I'll go. Uh, yeah, you guys come through. Hot Tub, one of the best shows in town. It's every Monday at the Virgil Bar in Los Angeles, hosted mm-hmm. by Kirsten Shaw and Kurt Brownler. Um, I'd say one of the best shows in L.A. Yeah. Also, my shows tonight at the Bootleg Theater. It's first and third Mondays. That's gold at the Bootleg Theater. Well, you, you have two shows tonight? At Bootleg Theater. I'm a, yeah, I'm a man about town, much like yourself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like it. No, um, she's busy. I know. Right? But yeah. Uh, let's let's Clever cap it. Girl. Even though we we have a whole other podcast, we'll in us. cap I, it. I know we do. Yes, it's fine. But um, this has been great. Thank you for the wine. Yes. Thank you for mm-hmm. just uh, the great conversation. Yes. Thank you for driving a wedge between me and Joel. Thank you for casting a shadow on the, both of us the right condiment, now. I was hot. Bringing up the condiment. It's a sore spot. Listen, man, if you want to be wrong about stuff, that's fine. You can barbecue be wrong. sauce that's is fine. not for fries. Uh, would you, I mean, you're not for fries. Get out of here. I, Knock it off. Get, fuck, get <laughs> fuck out of here. You're not the time, you know Kent. Can, you're not the time. You know where we can meet, though? Dijonese. Dijonese is like a bridge between our differences. I feel like you and I, we're really, we're breaking down that wall. Like, the, you're like East Germany. I'm like West Germany because I'm cooler. Why am I East Germany? <laughs> you know why. What? <laughs> well, it's that thing that you did to me about three years back. Oh, I think that. you know why. I'll never, for, I'll never forget right. it. Well, as always, you can follow Joel at Joel David Miller on Instagram. Right. You can follow the Wallace at the Wallace LA. Always. Uh, the five-year anniversary dinner of the Wallace is coming up November 26th. We have Rhea Barbosa. We from, have Chef Steve Sampson. We have Steve Sampson. We have Wes Avila. Oh, we my have God. Kevin Meehan. We have basically, five courses of good food. I'm hitting the table he's hitting again. The table. It's bad. basically a who's who of our favorite chef guest it's a who's who of what's what <laughs> it's gonna be a great dinner november It'll be a great dinner. get tickets i'll be there jason you should come maybe i'll check them maybe out. you'll be my Please date do. um mm. follow jason at them jeans at eat buttermilk you're also on twitter yeah, at them jeans, jeans. instagram is just better for food no one really cares about twitter in the food world yeah, what is twitter i don't even know what tweeting it's is. it's for hilarious drake memes and getting sad about our political system what's a drake i almost <laughs> besha rodell she tweets yeah and I almost shout out to Besha. She did a typo last week, and I almost corrected her, but then I didn't. That's what Twitter's for: fucking <laughs> coming through and and being like, "Hey, good tweet. You fucked up the word here." <laughs> she sp- she spelled the word "scent" like the smell. Mm, S e n t. You gotta call her. Ooh, yeah. And I'm not like, fam. Cool. What's come on, dog? <laughs> yeah, stay woke. What's up with you? Twitter is for burns, and Instagram is Aww. for. 
delicious, delectable food so picture. Don't be lame AF and look at my dumpling. Please look yeah, at his look, dumplings. Look at those where, where was that today? Where did you go today? That was Beijing Pie House pumpkin shrimp pan fried dumplings. Fuck. Where is it? SUV? I don't even know what those words mean. SUV. SUV, baby. Oh, there you so go. you got a whole other podcast in you right now. Come on, bro. Next time. <laughs> uh, uh, follow us at YapPod on Instagram. That's Y-P-P-O-D. Also on Twitter, um, you can always email us, yap42069 at gmail.com. Best email send address us, ever. Uh, you know, send us your thoughts on the condiment issue. Send us your thoughts on the Yelp issue. Send us your thoughts on why Jason is letting down the LA food community by not doing his podcast anymore. Whatever you Seriously. Wanna, whatever you want to sound off on. We want to hear more hate on Jason the Stew. <laughs> Come hate through. Me, bitch. Also, <laughs> um... You know, just like give a rating, give a review. Take five minutes and fucking do something for yeah, someone what else. Are you, what are Once you in doing? your life, you selfish fuck. What are you doing? You're trying to make an elegant dinner party for yeah. friends? No, you're not. You're eating what McDonald's. are you making? Tartar in the kitchen? You're not doing shit. Get the fuck out of Get here. Get a fucking leave a review. You don't know any farmers. Get out of here. Um, yeah, and thanks for listening. And as always, uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Go fucking eat something delicious. Damn right. Bye. Bye.